Hello. John, you don't seem like you're in uh, the best mood right now, so let's talk about it. What's going on? What's wrong with you? I'm not. I just woke up. I'll be fine. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm just making sure. We're just making sure you got good energy, good vibes. Happy Saturday, everybody. We are recording on the last day of Black History Month. Did you realize that? And it's only because it's a leap year. <laughs> so we barely got it. Once again, <laughs> consistently inconsistent. <laughs> What's going on, John? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm I just woke up because you know it's Saturday now. I sleep into like two o'clock on Saturdays. That's crazy. It, is it really? Yeah, it is. I don't know anybody your age who sleeps that late, or my you know, age, I, or anybody like past like what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say twenty four. You know what? That's a good point. But um, but I've always been a night person and not a morning person. So I'm just not. I don't like going to bed earlier to wake up earlier. What'd you do last night? What'd you do? Nothing. Oh, gosh. Boring. But I, but I was up. I was up to just watching some TV until like 4.30 in the morning. Okay. But so I prefer you- to stay up late than wake up early. I really do. No, I feel you. I feel you on that. I prefer to stay up late, but I've noticed myself becoming more of a morning person, which I don't like because it makes me feel older. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening. I've told you, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening to me that's just making me feel my age. Like I'm starting to like lemons. Like I the other day Excuse I was you. like <laughs> the other day I was like, mm, like usually I I'll, I'll like if I'm say I'm eating candy or whatever, and I'll eat like Starburst or I'll eat the strawberry. Or the yes. or the the red one. The other day, I wanted the lemon flavor. Yes. No, those, not yes. That's the those not are yes. my favorite. I'm, lo- I'm losing my youth. Oh gosh. No, because I've always yeah. loved lemon stuff through my entire life. Always. Well, then you've always been old, but I'm talking about me. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's just it's just things that. That's so funny you say that because I always say, well, lemon. Oh well. I guess lemon, if you want to say it's for old. And I say cherry is for poor people. Like cherry, like anyone who gets cherry flavor or anything is always poor. Like, oh, I'll take cherry. Like, Not cherry is for cherry. poor people. Yeah, for real. Don't say who eats cherry flavored stuff. That's a weird flavor. I've never heard that. <laughs> That's what I think in my head. You know I got some random things in my head. I'm dead. Oh, everybody, welcome to another episode of The Syllabus. All right. We're going to get into some things right now. We're just going to... Let's just get into the episode, you know. Wait, you don't know. Wait, wait, wait. You obviously never heard that because the people you hang out with probably don't call it cherry. They call it red. So, no, we they call it cherry. No, they call you know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not black American. I don't. So I don't have you. Be a lot of times you'd be telling me stuff, and I can't relate to it because like Caribbean blacks and African Americans, we have two different experiences. For us, cherry. There's like cherry juice, like it's a Caribbean drink, like it's what we drink in our country. So for me, even though I never really like cherry, you know, I don't associate it with being poor. <laughs> That's funny, but yes. So John, what has yep. been going on, like outside of yourself? Let's get into it. What has been going on in media, culture, whatever, whatever we want to talk about. Um, so where are we going to start today? There's been a lot in Black end of Black History Month. We... I know. I know. And I feel like... Black feel... History Month has been a shit. This, this has year. been... Actually, like... I feel like every year. I, you know, we say this every year. This is no. the worst Black History Month. Worst no. Black History Month. Remember this the year do. Black Panther came out? That was a really good Black History Month. Remember? No. So long ago, I don't remember it. It was like two years ago. Everybody was Wakanda forever. We were all we was all putting up our cross over our chest. We was all seeing the movie, and then you know the vibes was good. And I don't know. I just felt like I don't know this this month. I don't. I can't think of too many good things that's happened for Black people this month. But we're gonna we're gonna explore that as we go through the episode. You guys gonna notice a theme here. Our Black History Month slash Caribbean Black History Month episode. Right. So one of the main Caribbean, you know what, don't get me started. But one of the main things, and I'm glad um, we got on here to talk about this, even though like it's been all through the media. I definitely wanted to um, talk to you about it and just see what your perspective is. Uh, one of the main things that has happened recently was Dwayne Wade, he went on Ellen, and um, he was sharing the experience of having a transgender daughter, or is it a transgender son? I think it's a transgender transgender daughter. Okay, so he he revealed that 
his his former son now daughter no longer identifies as um male i'm i'm trying to i'm i'm trying to approach this with so much caution she now You're would like okay to be right addressed now. as zaya because she identifies as a young woman and so you know a lot of people have had a lot to say about that and you know um it's definitely been a, a point of conversation. So I wanted to get on here and talk to you about it because I'm not even going to act like I understand a lot of this stuff and I'm not going to act like I um I I am an expert enough to speak on it. So I figured you would be the, a good person. Oh, I know you're not making putting me on the spot like I'm an expert to speak on. Well, it. I don't think you're an expert, but I think you're a little bit more qualified as far as like language and things like that because I'm 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 not going to lie. I I just feel like I don't want to say at 12 years old, you don't know who you are, but who you are at 12, hopefully is not who you are at 16, 18, 21, all of that. So it's just, it's just a little, it's it's weird for me. It's weird to hear, but I've been trying not to have too much of an opinion on it. Cause we just, this is just, a... but what do you, what do you think? Okay. You don't have to be, an I think at, at 12 years old, you may not know exactly who you are in life, but I think you can feel who you are inside. Okay. Uh, for instance, if you're gay, I think a lot of people, if you ask a lot of people who are gay, they know they're gay like right away. Okay. Right? Like right away, they have this feeling. They feel different. Um, when did you know that you were gay? Uh, as early as I can remember. <clears throat> and so that that's where I'm, that's where I have to uh, relate to Zaya is because if, inside if you feel that way you can't turn that off and it's how you really feel inside even though you want may not want to and and, and to be fair like i kind of respect zaya a lot because you know i mean i didn't really convince it to myself till i was later in like my 20s where i finally came to terms with it and the fact that she's 12 years old and and coming to terms with it that to me i have a lot of respect towards does that make sense no it makes sense it makes sense but you know what like i also wonder because we grew up in a different time right we grew up in a time where um, it, it was more of a philosophy as you are what you are and things like this weren't um, it wasn't really something that you really talked about unless there were there were people in the LBGT community who identified and transgender people obviously but it wasn't as out open it wasn't as openly discussed as it is now so it's like I'm wondering if now because we live in this time where like Everything is on the open and you can be whatever you want and you can identify as what you want or you could whatever. Is that something that is, and this is not to negate how Zaya feels because she is who she is, but I also wonder, is that influencing how the young children are coming up, you know? And I say that because when we were younger, because we didn't see that, I don't think a lot of us thought, oh, well, I'm going to be this because I see that you're able to be this. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but that is a false equivalency only because it's, 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 they, she feels like in her inside, a lot of them, first of all, I guess no one would choose, right? Like, I I just don't make, it doesn't make sense. Like, why would anyone choose to just not, to just like, oh, I'm going to be a woman or I'm going to be gay or I'm like, it's something that she feels inside and that's what she wants. And I think being around other people, I mean, to me, what you said sounds like when someone's like, Oh, I don't want you around your, that your gay uncle because you might be gay or something like that. Like you just don't, can't turn someone into it. it it's, no, it's such a hard. I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, I don't think. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say you said, no. I just think you think it, it's just, yes, it's easier to me. I look at it from this point of view. It's easier to nowadays to be, more comfortable being a, like if you feel like you're a, a woman or you're gay because there's because it's out there it makes it more comfortable more easier to do than to change or to make you feel like you are like an influence i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say it's um, just for me i just think like it's a little bit more i don't it's definitely more nuanced okay for example i'll give my own personal example when i was growing up right um, I always looked at myself. I was never a girly girl. I was never, I never really liked wearing dresses. I've always loved sneakers. I've always wearing things that are comfortable. I like being cute, but I was never the one that will just, oh, go and buy the new dress or whatever. So when I was coming up, like seeing that and then growing up in a household where like, if I had my grandmother and she's like, oh, why don't you like to wear dresses or whatever? It made me think, damn, was I supposed to be a boy? But then I'm also saying, 
I'm not attracted to women. So what, what is the disconnect? You know what I mean? So it's like, it's good that children nowadays, they can kind of segment the part of their life. Like a lot of us, I think we associate our sexuality with what our gender is. And I think in this age that we're growing up in, it's kind of like there could be, they could be two different things, which I'm yeah, still trying the- to grasp, but I think that's where we are because she says she, tra- she, she identifies as a transgender woman who is straight. Yeah. Well, she's also 12, 13 years old. I know she's so- 12, but that's not, that's not uncommon language. She gets that from somewhere. She's, I mean, that's there. That's a thing that exists now. Yeah, but what? But okay, so what's the difference? Okay, well, I'll start what you what you said about yourself. But at no point inside did you feel like you might have said, "Oh, was I supposed to be born a woman?" But no part did you actually feel you were inside, like a like sense? a boy. Yeah, like oh, I should like I should have been born. You didn't feel that, or if it bothered you every day when you woke up, or you hated the body you're in. You felt uh, like this isn't yours. No. And a lot of times people are trans, that's how they feel. They look at them, they, they wake up, they look in the mirror and they don't recognize their body. They hate it. It's not them. It, it, it doesn't, your mind is so different than your body, right? right? Like in general for anything. And so your mind, you may have this body that's a male, but in your mind, every time you look at it, you're just, this isn't me. Like, who is this person? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That's um, true. I can get, I can understand that. I can understand and that, that, I think that is what. Listen, there's going to be like exceptions to the rule, right? Like they're in college, like there's all those girls that were always kissing other girls to look cool, right? Like, oh my God, I'm going to kiss the girl. Oh my God. Like, oh my God, I just kissed her. But like <laughs> the majority of the people who really truly feel it are, you know, like, and I'm, I'm assuming Zai is one of these, just, just truly feels every time she looks in the mirror, it's just not who she is. Right. That all being said, um, Zaya, I don't think they're putting her under any, you know, drugs or anything right now to, 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 um, to, what's the word I'm looking for? Let me out here. To, to go under that transformation. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah I, I know. I think I know what you're about to say. So, yeah, but, so, yeah. It's, so if, so my whole point this entire thing, because the one reason why we put, we talk about this is because every single effing black person has a comment about it. Oh gosh. Let's and, go into Lil Boosie. Yeah, they all have a comment about it. And my biggest thing is, why do you care? Like, first of all, like, you know, she is 12 years old. So even if, which I'm assuming she's not because she really feels this way. Like, I couldn't turn off being gay when I grew up. Like, you know, I was feeling I was gay before before puberty. Yeah, but before puberty, like, you know, you think you're going to change. Like, maybe, you know, sexually you'll be different. But you don't. You can't start. So I can't assume that she'll turn it off. But so... But even if she did, then, you know, she's 12 years old. She has time to figure herself out. I mean, that's what that's for. And to have parents that are so – their parents, little Boosie, not you. You're not a, her parent that is so um, open to allowing her to figure herself out. To me, like, I don't understand why people care. Like, who cares? Why does it affect you? Okay. So, I, I listen, let me play devil advocate then. Then why, why does – if D-Wade is sharing this, he's going on multiple news outlets and talking about this and talking about this and talking about this. People are going to give their opinion opinion because now he's opened it, he's opened it up for the world to have an opinion. So if you didn't want people to care, maybe it's something you could have just kept within your within your family or your household. So I don't always think it's fair to say, oh, why do people have an opinion, whether I agree with the opinion or not, after you've shared your life with the world? No, I think it's more. First of all, he, you know, you share your life with the world because it's going to help some people, right? And and fine, you open yourself up to both sides. But my thing is, it's not like okay, you can have an opinion on the negative side, but you don't have to attack the little boy or like if you don't understand it, like try understanding it. No, I no, I don't. Yeah. But I'm sure he said it. Him and Gabrielle are saying it's just to help other people out. They may be going through it to let them know. Um, but you know how black black people are, especially black Americans. They, they they first thing they do is you need to pray for that. That child ain't right. It's, it's sick in the head. Like that's not how that's not how it should be a stat, like talked about. That's just uh, being course. mean. Of course, that's what no. I mean mostly. If you if you have a, if the other side, you have an opinion, just say like, oh, I don't understand this. Then that's different than just being mean to the little little girl no i agree with that i don't think that anybody should be mean i think uh boosie's comments 
were mean and ignorant, but they're rooted in ignorance. Like a lot of the comments that you hear that you're hearing that are mean are rooted in ignorance. So, you know, um, I applaud D Wade because that could, that's the thing I'm thinking about it. That's why I've tried to not have too much of an opinion on it because it's like one, this is something, this is a young, this is a, as a kid. And two, like, I think about like, if this was my kid and the world was coming at my kid, after we talked about something like this, I would want to fight everybody. I don't care if I don't care what kind of kid I have. I don't care who they're attracted to, whatever. If you feel like you could come at my kid, me and Boosie would have had a problem. Me and anybody would have had a problem. So I respect D Wade for keeping his composure and still like educating people through this process. I do think like a lot of it is hard to understand. And I, I feel like a lot of times the community, they feel like they don't want to have to explain themselves. So you know, there's that disconnect there, but I mean, taking the time to educate people, especially if you want them to understand where you're coming from enough to respect your existence, which is, it sounds horrible because you should just naturally respect someone's existence, but there's a bit of an educational component to it. Simply if you want somebody to address you in the proper pronouns or, you know, refer to you in the proper way or, you know, whatever, like, so, I mean, oh gosh, this whole thing, this whole thing is like, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a mind fuck. Like it's such a, I guess, the, I guess the way to deal with it is just however someone asks you to identify them, just identify them and just. Or don't say anything at all. But because here's my other thing, back to your original comment, why you even come out and say it? Because if they don't come out and say, this is just unfortunate for their situation. If they don't come out and say it, it's going to be all over regardless because he's a, they're famous. Okay. So they have to come out ahead of it and say it. So it leaves it. it it's a it's a catch twenty two for them. I can um, understand that. I just like to me, it's like okay, whatever, live your life, right? Like, and I get it, and and I have this conversation because this is one big thing that bothers me all the time is, and I try to tell. Um, maybe I have this discussion later on, but I try to tell you know a friend of mine, you know, one of my biggest things in life are two woke white people. Oh gosh, um, right. That are they're trying to save like. You know, they they just too woke, but especially when it comes to black people, like I want to help, I want to. They make me like, uncomfortable. I, I'm trying to understand. I try to explain to a friend of mine how I know listens that um, you understand, like black people. First of all, and just in regard to this, I don't have to go to the other part of it. They're the most homophobic fucking group there is. Black people are so homophobic. Oh yeah, and so <laughs> and and so there is like most majority. I don't know how to say majority. I don't know this, but they're. I knew it was going to have a backlash from the black community more than it would be the white community or any other community. Oh, of course. Yeah. That goes and without like, saying. And, and for a group that has gone through so much, you would think they'd be a little bit more open-minded, which isn't ever the case. Uh, you know, black people are just so contradictory. You already know that. But like I said, like a lot of it is is rooted in ignorance and, and, and having this philosophy of um, what I, that y'all need to be saved the... Uh, they need to get that baby yeah. in church or something like that. You know what I mean? A lot of it, it's like the lack, they think it's like the lack of God where it's like God could, you know, that person can have faith and have spirituality. Shit. God could be the person who motivated this person to be, come out and be who their true self is. That's why like, and that's another reason why I've steered away from having too much of opinion is because what you said earlier is true. I cannot imagine living in a body like, wait, <sighs> Just not feeling like I don't belong in the body that I am. Like, I already think about, like, the, the, the self-esteem issues that I've had throughout my life or, like, how I felt about my weight or that like that and just, like, <clears throat> being hard on myself about things like that. So I couldn't even imagine feeling like I should be somebody completely even different from that, like, something that I can't even change. Or if I do change, it would, uh, it would like just uproot so many areas of my life. I couldn't even imagine. So I do, I do not only, I don't want to say sympathize. I do, um, help me find a better word. I do have a lot of respect for people who are brave enough to do that and to live in their truth in that kind of way. And that's one thing I really do love about the era that we're in, that we are encouraging a lot of people to live in their truth. 
Um, and that's a fair point. But and then think like think, not to just compare this, but like, it's such a weird comparison. But it's the only thing I think of right now. But think about like Michael Jackson, how he every time he looked at the mirror, he hated his nose, right? Like he really hated it. You could tell like he really just thought it wasn't his nose. It shouldn't have been his nose. And all he did was try to fix it forever. And like every time he woke up day and night, like he hated that nose or, you know, and to me, I just look at something like that in a much and obviously this one is a lot more serious than his damn nose. But every time Zaya wakes up, she just doesn't like the body she's in. She doesn't feel like that's, you know, she's not being spoken to as, a, you know, a female. That's what she believes she is. And that's how I try to think of it. But on the other, on the flip side, like, can we just give some props to, to fucking D Wade and his like and Gabrielle for giving the opportunity to. First of all, they went and learned. They literally made an active decision to go and learn what this meant. Um, but they went to, did you know that they went to visit the cast of Pose and got yeah, some information Yeah, they told me a cast, a cast of Pose. And then to be open mm-hmm. enough to let their child explore themselves and figure themselves out, like, and, and to be supportive, like, listen, if anything, I don't like people could say what they need to say, but that's good parenting in my opinion. Um, quick thought though, this is bothering me that Gabrielle Union is not that young, is not that baby's mother. So if the mother is also supporting um uh Zaya, she needs to get props for this too. I feel like they've just completely erased that woman from this thing. She got a mother, okay? Gabrielle Union is a supportive female figure in his life, but where the mother at? Like, if she's in his life, that's not right what they're doing. But just to well, tie this We're not on up. child court right now, so... <laughs> right, I'll give it to Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, I'll give their the support, and I give props for his support of that. Um, but basically, just to like to tie. Can you not agree? No. To, oh, of course, I agree. I don't need to. I mean, okay. I already said that. Yes, I agree. Our viewers want to hear you say that. I don't care what the viewers want to hear. I'm gonna say what I say. Like, I, I, I will agree. Yes, D Wade has definitely done a great job at that, especially with the culture he comes from. You know, uh, you know, yeah, basketball, especially like an yeah, NBA player. Yeah, yeah like right. I'm pretty sure this was something that he had to really like you said, go get education to really understand and, you know, figure out and find the best way to parent his daughter. Um, but just to tie it all up, like like you said, um, I just hope that she's still she's still twelve years old. And I'm not gonna say she's changing her mind or I'm not gonna say whatever she, you know, how she feels now, maybe how she feels for the rest of her life. But I just hope they don't they don't do no like kind of surgery or hormones or anything like that to make things permanent before she fully develops uh, her mind and her identity. Cause even at 12, like, yeah, you may know like who you are or what you see yourself to be, but there's still some changes and some things going on within you that you have to figure out before you make um, decisions like that. But they seem to be parenting well. So I don't think yeah, but there's a that. long, 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 long process one has to go through before they can even think about all that. So, so that's good. So there, that's just not a you have. To, there's a long process between therapy and 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 you have to like test some things. You believe you, I don't know for sure, but I know you have to go to a bunch of therapy. You have to live your life as a woman, take a couple pills before you can do all that. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Um. Onto something. I'm glad. Yeah, also, by the way, we did a good job of using the right pronouns to that entire thing. Let me tell I, you, I really made sure. I knew we were going to talk about this, and I really made sure that I educated myself properly. I've had a couple of conversations with some people that I trust about it, and I do have a little bit. I don't. I don't want to say like I restrained myself in this segment because I felt like I said what I needed to say, but I do have some like some thoughts towards like understanding a little bit more, but. For the most part, I just recognize that this, at the core, boy, girl, whatever, it's a child. And there's a certain care that we should have when discussing a child. Okay. You know, my only thing is, you know, it's uh, this is how I feel. And we can move on from this. It's just not our place to understand. That's how I come about it. It's not our place. It's our place to just to respect the person and what they feel and their family. It's not our place to understand. Okay. Because we may not have that capacity to understand. That's how I look at these type of things. Just to, just to, uh, not to harp on this, but do you think understanding breeds respect? No, you don't have to respect someone. You don't have to understand someone to respect them. Okay. All right. Just a question. But just to move on to something a little more lighter note, we are going to get into superlatives. 
and uh, I'll hey. go first. Oh. Yeah. I'll give you some time to think of yours because I know you're not prepared. <laughs> you always say this, but I'm always prepared for these. This is my, my favorite one. You are. In the spirit of Black History Month, because this has been a ghetto-ass Black History Month, I'm going to start mine off with some positivity, and I'm going to give it to, I'm going to call it, I'm going to introduce a new one. It's called Class Activist, and I'm going to give it to Jay-Z oh. and Yo Gotti oh, here we go. for what they're doing in Mississippi. Uh, there's a prison in Mississippi that's experiencing some horrific conditions. There's been inmate abuse. There's been corruptions. Um, there's, I've seen pictures. It's like rat feces, rodent feces. Uh, they've died because of poor conditions, mental health, not getting the proper mental health treatment. And they filed, um, a lawsuit against, uh, I think it was Mississippi. They filed a lawsuit against them. Uh, you know, just really, um, forcing them to, to acknowledge what's going on here, get these inmates into some better conditions and, you know, just really um, help out these inmates for while they're doing the duration. And, you know, I have a friend who is in prison and I don't know, because of that connection, I kind of just really identify with um, that plight. And while they are in there for horrific actions and they should be serving their time and doing what they have to do, you know, I don't feel like they should be treated like this. So shout out to um, Hove and Yo Gotti for bringing attention to this. Oh, well, that's a good one. Oh, you was quick to talk shit. What's yours? Because when you said Jay-Z, here, here we yeah, go yeah, again. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to put, this is going to be my uh, most likely, I'm going to say I guess most likely to fail. Um, <laughs> have you heard uh, Lady Gaga's new song? I have not. Okay, here's my thing. This is why I'm giving to this song. And I like Lady Gaga, but her new song, it's just, to me, it's just a fail because we're most likely to be kept back, I should probably say, because it feels like the same type of song she put out, you know, eight years ago. Oh. And it, to me, it's like, okay, like, girl. And I understand her other stuff hasn't hit, but this is just doing redoing the same thing you've put out before. And, and it's not even as catchy. Like the one thing about like her other songs, like Born This Way and Bad Romance, it was like very catchy. You know, had those little catchy choruses and those little sounds like rah, rah, rah. This is just noise. And it sounds, but it sounds like the same type of songs that are out. Anyways, that's my first one. I don't know anything about a lady. It's likely to fail. Lady Gaga's new song. It's called Stupid Love. For anybody who is a Lady Gaga fan. Uh, My next one is Class Clown. I've been laughing about this story since I read it. So in Ohio, there is a Ed Sheeran impersonator. And he is going to these black churches. (laughs) Charging him $35 (laughs) and a sandwich to perform Ed Sheeran songs. And when asked what made them think he was... This was Ed Sheeran. The pastor said he believed this was he didn't believe Ed Sheeran would perform for thirty five dollars in a sandwich, but he just assumed he'd fallen on tough times. <laughs> so now they're looking for this man. Yo, let him go. Let let the guy go. Thirty five dollars. Y'all didn't really miss nothing. Y'all. That, Wait, and I saw the picture of him, and he looked like Ed Sheeran. He was like a crack a heroin addict. Ed Sheeran. All the drugs. I was. <laughs> Meth cheering. I was so weak. I was so weak. Thirty five dollars though. He didn't really get y'all on nothing. And y'all got a y'all got a show. Right. Y'all got a show. You got a performance. The church enjoyed it. It's just how many people is in that congregation? Nobody said. You know that don't really. He's not playing the guitar, right? Eh, also thirty five dollars. Y'all got ta- y'all y'all ain't taxed. Y'all can afford it. <laughs> Give you can give some thirty five at that offer and play. He clearly needs it. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's so funny. y'all got a show and you helped him out. He just about to get his next hit and he got some food. Y'all didn't get y'all didn't get you know y'all probably taking more. The pastor probably pocketing more. So let him go. First of all, what kind of church is bringing Ed Sheeran in anyway? Like, what night was this at the church? I'm what trying to night wanna... was this? <laughs> right. Well, Ed Sheeran's here going to sing some gospel medleys for us. <laughs> That's weird. To me, there were so many issues with that. Um, I have a my next one is most likely to be poor. You know what? Um, And it's all of us. Can I tell you? And we'll talk, I guess, a little bit about later. But for right now, I'm I was reading the Mike Bloomberg running for president, right? And I just it made me think about how poor we are because 
he has spent five hundred, about five hundred million dollars, right, on his pres on these campaign ads and stuff. Um, do you know how much that if how much if we made ninety thousand dollars? By the way, he's worth sixty billion dollars. Do you know five hundred million dollars he spent since what is the beginning of January? Or so, do you know how much that would be if we made ninety thousand dollars? How much? I want you to take a guess for me, really quickly. What do you think? A uh, hundred million. So if we made ninety thousand dollars and he spent five hundred, no, his worth. I'm saying for paying five hundred million dollars of his own money, how much that equivalent that's for us if we made. 90 I don't know. Million. I'm not good at math. Just tell me. Eight hundred dollars. No that's his equivalent to yes. our ninety thousand dollars. Yes. Yes. So the money he spent on his campaign, if we were using our own money to spend on this campaign, it would wow. only be eight hundred dollars. Like five hundred million dollars is nothing. Is eight hundred dollars to him? Like that's ridiculous. We're poor. Shit, we're poor. We're all, we're, we're, Beyonce we're, we're are poor. poor. Oprah's poor. Yes, <laughs> yes, they're poor. This, this, this is rich, 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 rich. This is like major wealth. Ugh. It's it's humbling. It's just it's just it. We're, we're poor. Most likely be poor. All of us because that's rich. <laughs> That's that's oh, really gosh. rich. Well, I'm going to end mine on a high note. Um, and I'm going to give most likely to succeed because she has succeeded. And I'm going to give it to Ramona Hood, who is the first black female CEO at FedEx after being with the company for 28 years. And guess what? She started as a receptionist and she worked her way up. And I was just very inspired by this story. It was really dope to see with all the ridiculousness going on this Black History Month. It was good to see some positive news. So shout out to you, Ramona, and what you're doing over at FedEx. But y'all price is too high. So see if you could do something about that, Shorty. Thank you. You know what? I saw that. It was cool. Um, but you know what? There was also um, in the history of Black History Month on the same kind of vein. Um, there is a the new... Um, Dean of the Emory School of Business at UPenn, okay. the Wharton School. Okay. She's black too, the first African American dean. Shout ever. out to her. Shout out. What's her name? Er- Erica James. Shout out Erica James. The first first woman and the first at, person of color. So you know, it's so it crazy all. to hear first black anything in 2020. Ugh, it's just like, and people be so proud to post that up too. The first black. Like, we didn't just get here, but. I'm proud of us for making these accomplishments, making these strides, and extra proud of our black women getting it done as always. Shout out to us. So shout out to these women, Ramona Hood, and what was her first name? Erica James. Erica James. Shout out to you, Erica James. Well, black, people, black people, black women get shit done. Oh, I love it. Say that again. One more time. Black women get shit done. Oh, gosh. Love to hear it. Um. Oh, so I don't even know a name for this, but like you can help me do give the superlative for. But I have to say this: I'm trying to figure out the superlative, and I couldn't figure it out. Chrissy, can I tell you how excited I am? So I texted um my 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 BF, and I said, "Listen, in June, when this movie comes out, we are one hundred thousand percent making sure we go Candyman? see this movie at Magic Johnson Theater." I'm yes. Dead. We have to see this movie at Magic Johnson Theater. There is no other experience I'd rather do. This is a 4D movie, and f- the four part being the the audience around us in the movie theater to watch so opening weak. weekend. I, I want to see it, it too. It is gonna be like I'm not even excited. Like I, okay, like I saw the old Candyman, the first Candyman, obviously, um, and that was okay. And I'm not even excited about like the actual movie part of it. I'm more excited about the the, the Magic Johnson experience. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't you wait. You need to start documenting that when you go to the Magic Johnson Theater to see these movies. I did. Didn't you see my last time? Should I tell the story of the last time? Oh I yes, I, I did see when you uh, went to go see. What movie was that? Medea? Birds of Prey. Oh yes, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. And then some guy got up and smacked another guy across his face. In the middle of the movie, again, a full immersive interactive movie. I go see at Magic Johnson Theaters. If you ever have a chance to go see a movie, you got to go see it there if you want the oh full experience. Gosh. I was so Candyman is the okay, first place I, to start for real. Magic Johnson Theater, Candyman tickets on John. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme. I saw a meme that said Candyman, like any other black man or black person, only bothers you if you don't keep your name on the. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, one vibe you keep in. Yep. I saw that too. That was I was dying. So true. Oh gosh. You ever do it? Oh no. Candyman is one of the movies, one of the movies that really scared me as a kid. Really, for real, for real. Like the bees on his face, how tall he was, that ratty fur coat. I, I honestly, that movie actually really does scare me. His deep ass voice. That too. That too. And I saw him in another movie after that, and he still scared me. And the movie yeah. wasn't even a scary movie. Yeah, he's a scary dude. Um, Did you do it? Have you ever done it? I've done it before. I've done that, and I've done Bloody Mary, and I've done um, Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. That Light as a Feather. Bloody Mary? Yeah. And Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. You ever do that? No, I never heard of that. That sounds like some sex shit. Well, no, it's like, it's just weird. Like, you're supposed to, like, I've done that and that worked. That was crazy shit. Oh my gosh. Um, Tell me what it is. So it's like you put people around you. Listen, uh, you, you put someone lays on the ground and everyone puts their two fingers under the person and they in the dark and they just keep saying light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board. And then apparently like the, the I don't know what it is, the evil, the ghosts raise oh the gosh, person up. With your under two fingers and the person like floats. That happened. I'm telling you, that happened. We did it. And I remember we did it with my little sister when we were younger. And all I remember is when she was coming off the ground, like kind of like she was floating. We dropped that. We dropped her so hard it ran and she hit the ground. I say that bitch. I was. We we dropped her. She hit the ground like boom, and we ran down the stairs and we were all scared and we got in trouble. We all got we all got put on punishment for bringing the evil. You know what? That was y'all white side trying to do it, and then y'all black side kicked in and was like, "Oh yeah." Like put us on punishment, yeah. You ain't ever lie. That's true. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what I wanted to do, I wanted to do something different. We usually do guiding counselor. Um, but we talked about this before guiding counselor was a segment. But I, I wanted to revisit some of something we've talked about before because I want to see if you've had a change of heart. So in our earlier episodes, we recounted your Made in America experience, which made you hate festivals. Okay. Recently, I've noticed some festivals come out that I want to go to. And I've talked to you about it, saying, John, let's go to these festivals. The Roots Picnic and Lovers and Friends Festival. So I wanted Mm. to talk to you and see, since then, I remember you described Made in America as a refugee camp. Has has your opinion on festivals changed? Would you be willing to go to Lovers and Friends or The Roots Picnic? All right. A, my opinion hasn't changed at all. B, I would go if you got me VIP passes. Otherwise, I'm not doing a festival. I hate them. They're 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 terrible. They're terrible places. They're terrible. And it's not even like a good experience when you see the bands. It's everyone stinks. <laughs> everyone does. They all stink. They've been out in that sun all day long. They're baking. No, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm refused. That's one thing in my older age I'm refusing to do. Ever again. You got I gotta have VIP. There's one festival I've been to where I enjoyed it, and it's because I had VIP. It's the only what time festival I've ever enjoyed it. It, it was oh, Rock okay, and Rio. Okay. <laughs> so but so a part of the fun of the festival is being amongst the people and enjoying the music with them. So you wouldn't do Coachella mm-hmm. or nothing like that if you didn't have no, backstage no. access or VIP access. Nope, mm-mm, mm-mm, nope, nope, nope. You can't, you will never sell me on this. I can get tickets for free. I'm not going. I'm telling you, the people stink. I'm like, that's the biggest thing I remember. I remember the smell. And they just, everyone just doesn't care. Everyone's just laying on the ground. And they're like, it, it's like, they're just, sitting, they're chilling, waiting for the next act. So everyone's just huddled up and like on the ground, laying there. And it's like, get up. And they have dirt and all around them. They don't care because they have nowhere else to go. The, the, the porta potties are the worst part about it. And then so people don't want to wait in line for the porta pies. So they're just peeing in the grounds. It's it's disgusting. Oh, no. Oh, God. I no, can't. I'm not. so weak. Oh, gosh. All right. So I got to work on getting some VIP passes because uh, next Yeah, because I ain't going otherwise. <laughs> and when you describe it like that, my festival experiences haven't been as bad as yours because, no. But <laughs> it's just peeing on the ground. I'm just thinking, literally imagine, like, imagine if you had, like, a, 
you know, like a cooked omelet and you just put it outside in the hot sun all day and how bad it would stink or a cooked fish. Like, ew, those people stink, Chrissy. Well, where did Ooh. you And you got to stand around them. Squalor? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like they're living in squalor. Oh. And then if it rains, and you know people stink when it rains. Oh my god! And you can't go anywhere, but you have to stay there. Absolutely not. Nope. Nope. Even now, now that now they talk about it, like even if there was a little part of me that was like, oh, maybe I'll think about it after talking this through right now. Damn, nope, I thought I'm out. this was supposed to help. I thought this was about to. Oh gosh. <laughs> absolutely not. No, absolutely not. There's no. not one artist that you would you know consider general admission for. Wow. No. Not even Mariah. No. You've seen nope. him. It's not worth it. Yeah, listen, there's one person in the world that ain't no, going to do no festival. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm clear on that. I'm good. <laughs> she ain't doing no fucking festival. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is funny. Oh, gosh. All right. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to work on you with that. But okay. So that follow up session was a fail because he has not changed his mind. <laughs> Uh, not at all. Not. All right. To change the pace. This a little, I know. A weird segment. This a is weird, a weird segue. segue. Let's not spend yeah, too much time on this because I, I won't. It's already know. sad enough, and uh, I'll let you lead. Well, I would just say, I mean, one thing that because we, I guess, we haven't recorded since the beginning yeah. last month, eh, last time is, you know, rest in peace to first of all Kobe Bryant. Who passed away in a helicopter? As him and his daughter, and seven other people, um, and seven other people. Thank you. Um, in an unfortunate helicopter a tragedy, uh, and I think I, it's been well documented. If you know me, you know that like I interviewed him the week before for my first time. Well, it's my second time, but I interviewed him, so it was really, really weird to just you know be in his presence and speaking to him a week before that, and then for him to be, you know, this legend, Kobe Bryant, who you think your legends live forever, right? That's, that's the hardest part about everything. I think for me, it was just like, actually, I'm lying. It wasn't that hard for me because there's things in my life. And I'm sure maybe you, where I realized that, you know, people can be taken from you at any time. But I think it was, it was hard for a lot of people to understand, like it affected so many people because they didn't, a lot of people don't realize that like it affects, um, I'm sorry, that any, it, life can be taken from you very quickly and unexpectedly and even from the youngest of people so for me i I will be completely honest it didn't affect me as much as like i but i as it affected other people because i've been through some experiences in my life where it's like i just can't believe like it's not shocking that something like this can happen but it's very sad it is really sad and it's like oh my gosh uh kobe bryant and also uh recently pop smoke Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to Canarsie. Passed away. He was killed. He was only 20 years old. Ugh. Like you said, like, it's it, we're becoming so numb to this. Like, I even think about Kobe and, um, if you grew up when we grew up, like, unless he was in your, unless you were a Lakers fan, you wasn't the biggest Kobe fan. Like, <laughs> oh, I rooted against him all the time, especially a being a Philly fan. fan. I, I could not, I, I could. No, it's you really were? That's still random. I, 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 I could not stand. I could not stand him, but not from a place of who he was as a person. More of like, uh, we. I always knew my team had to work ten times harder. Any team had to work ten times harder, even if they won. Right. He made them earn that win, and I think it was more from a place of respect. Like we all had respect for his his work ethic and and what he was, how he was able to perform, and um, you know, even his life after basketball and just being such a family man. And like you said, I don't want to spend so much time on this, but definitely want to show respect for these two men who we lost um, and have definitely impacted culture in a bunch of different ways. Kobe, you know, basketball and everything else and pop smoke as he was emerging in hip hop and definitely show some love and respect to them. I mean, listen to our last episode. We were just, remember we were just getting on to like, I was finding oh, out yeah, who he was. Yeah. I was starting to like his voice and I like, we literally just talked about this last episode about him, how Pop Smoke, how I was getting into him a little bit, even though his album all sound the same. But, but yeah, I was just getting into him. I like, wow, it's just crazy how I was just like, I literally remember texting you, and then we said, I was like, we're gonna talk about this on the podcast, about how this guy who I thought was fat, but he wasn't, and and how I really liked his voice. John, and, the same thing happened wow. with Mac Miller. Damn, we talked so about good. him on the show. 
and then like yes. a week later, or uh-uh. even less than that, he passed away. Chrissy, people, we go get some <laughs> cease and desist from celebrities saying, "Don't talk about us on the podcast. <laughs> Don't talk about me." <laughs> Please don't talk. <laughs> Who are we gonna say that? Don't oh, talk about me this week. Is... <laughs> no, but it's crazy. We do do that. I'm telling you, a couple times we've done this, and some shit's going down. That's weird. That's you. I don't know what that is about, but rest in peace. Mm-mm. But anyway, R.I.P. to both Kobe, his daughter, the eight, the seven other people on board, right. and Pop Smoke. Yeah, definitely. It was a weird. It was a weird place to put it. But honestly. How can you talk about things like that? You just got to talk about it. Yeah, I would like to talk about the next episode, which I'm going to mark this down as, you know, some tasks is I would like to talk about social media and how rappers put out how much they have. Definitely. That is definitely a conversation that needs to be had and we will have it next episode. In the meantime, we'll just respect, we'll just respect Mr. Smoke this week, but. In the meantime, we're going to head on to We Got Time, and we're just going to run through this segment real quick. Um, And I'm going to kick it off with the biggest news story right now. So I'm pretty sure you have time to talk about it, the coronavirus. Yeah, I have time. Um, It's time to. My biggest thing about this is, is, and I, I said this yesterday, and I've been saying this, this coronavirus situation is literally a microcosm of this Trump administration. Between the fact that they don't know how to handle things, there's no organization, the lies about it, and then how to and, and the way they're they're trying to act like it's not a big deal when people are freaking out and they have no way of understanding how to calm fears. This is literally right. the presidency and the entire four years of this presidency in one situation, all shown. Trump Trump calling it a hoax, a democratic right. hoax and stuff like that. Like, this is a fucking real thing. Like, what are you tweeting about? about it saying, you know, the other day he had a press conference saying, oh, there's only 15 cases, which is going to, in the next day after that, it'll be down to seven and then it'll be down to four. And then we'll be, there's basically, he literally said, there's basically zero cases. <laughs> and it's just like, this is the exact, if you don't understand, if you want to have an example of what this Trump president has been like four years, this is a perfect example because everything they've done wrong has been a part of this situation yeah and um i even read uh and I, i'm sure you saw this that they're thinking about canceling the olympics yeah. so it's 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 it has the potential to turn into a pandemic like i mean oh gosh oh gosh it's so scary and i have i'm about to do a bunch of traveling for work and stuff and i'm just like ugh. and then they're running out of masks and shit no i don't know Ugh. And then you know what? It also, it's breeding. It's breeding a lot of racism too. Because I saw Jackie Chan post, "Oh, you know, I'm okay, I'm okay," and I'm like, y'all did not think Jack- Jackie Chan had coronavirus just because he's Chinese, right? It is bringing a lot of racism. <laughs> I agree with that. It definitely has. Oh gosh, I mean, this is just ridiculous. Jason and I sleeping in different beds. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, I joke, I joke. (laughs) Oh, that is so funny. You are stupid. Oh, gosh. gosh. I see people, they said they're not drinking Corona beer. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you know that, um, you know what's funny about this? And obviously none of this stuff is is funny, but um, it's, uh, first of all, I got a vacation coming up. They might not restrict my vacation. I'm trying to go and I'm going anyway. Um, But it's funny that they apparently Corona, the beer brand, came out with a an, a commercial like last week or two in the middle of this this coronavirus situation, and it had like three of Coronas, the beers on a beach, and the title was "Coming Ashore Soon." <laughs> you know what? And they were like, and I read an article about how it was such bad timing for that ad. Poor, poor obviously people. they don't mean anything. They're not really like relatable, but it's funny. I know. I, I one last thing before this, I saw that they they um I don't know if it was Photoshop, but it was like a new uh Canada Dry Canada 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 Dry Bold. This is the only thing that could defeat the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, black people would make a joke out of anything. I, I just that's why I love us. <laughs> Nothing is serious until y'all ass get it. Right, um, right. <sighs> you can do the next one. Uh, so Chrissy, do you know who Duffy is? Of course I do. Yeah, so the singer, the Welsh singer Duffy, like she, she felt the face to earth for a bunch of years, and I was trying to figure out why. 
Apparently, she just came out this week and ex- explained why she felt. I mean, she's been gone for like, oh my god, six, seven, eight years, and yeah. apparently, she was abducted, raped, and held captive by an intruder um, for a couple. You know, I don't know if it was weeks or months or so, and that, and she's been dealing with that for so long, and that's why she's been out of the spotlight. And this is listen. Her album, Rock Fairy, is one of my favorite albums of all time. And that year, it was like a soundtrack to my life. You know how sometimes, obviously, I'm sure you know this, how soundtracks, how albums can sometimes be a soundtrack to what you're going through in life. And I just remember that album, and I loved her. And I always wondered what happened to her. I just thought she didn't do anything else. I didn't know. But it's just so sad. That's what she went through. And now she's coming forward with it. Yeah, and apparently she's going to be doing an interview now. And uh, so I'm, I'm, um, I can't wait to see it in see uh her talk about her story she's brave for you know even coming out Very and talking brave. about that and that's definitely something horrific that she dealt with and uh, did you listen to her album rock fairy yeah i was i was because uh, remember that was around the time when amy winehouse was emerging yeah, yeah it was the it was the english revolution that yeah, came into yeah. Her, sure. yeah so yeah. yeah she was definitely um one of the artists to check out and very talented um and just wow yeah, I don't really have too much to say about this. Yeah, that's all we need to say. I'm just happy she's maybe she's come back with new music or something. That'd be exciting. Maybe it'd be therapeutic. That'd be fun. Right, right. All right. So, John, you, you do you have time to talk about Bernie Sanders? I don't know. I have much time. I have a little bit, maybe. Um, well, I guess the point is that Bernie Sanders is basically the it's his race to lose right now for the Democratic um, nominee. Um, Bernie Sanders is not my number one choice. Is Elizabeth Warren. Warren. One thing I do like about Bernie Sanders is <laughs> I just I laugh every time I watch him in debates and stuff. He sticks. He is a he sticks by his convictions. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care. He will stick by. He won't change his mind. And I actually appreciate that. Well, the other thing about Bernie, he's like eighty five years old. I mean, yeah, well, true. But the other thing I I, I keep saying, like, you know, in a weird, I don't know, understand it, but. Listen, I'm voting for anyone but Trump, and I don't hate Bernie. A lot of his policies, like uh, the things, those are the main um, topics that I want in a candidate, what he what he's going for. But he does have a very broad coalition of fans or people that will vote for him. They're young, they're diverse, they're you know poor, rich. That he had, he has the most diverse out of any it's fan, like a any um, cult. Yeah, but he can bring out a lot of people. And the one thing they say all the time is Democrats win when young people come out and people come out come out. And he has a fan base like that. I can't believe I'm saying I'm fan base. Say, he has supporters like that. Like he, like Ariana know. Grande or somebody. This, I mean, he definitely does have a lot of supporters, and uh, uh, his he's been able to campaign off of that. Like he's definitely been able to. Um, he's a force. I mean, and I what well, a thing I don't and. And I'll say this, and then I'll be done. But the one thing I don't like when people say is he is he elected? He's he can't be elected. Donald fucking Trump is our president. Anyone can be elected nowadays. I, I don't want to hear no one can he can't be elected. I don't want to hear that. Donald Trump's the president. Facts. All right. Um, moving on. Um, do you have time for Whitney Houston's hologram tour? I do not. Have no. Time. <laughs> I do not have time for this. What? <laughs> we don't not. have time for this. We're gonna move on. Um, do we have time for, I don't even feel like this should even be in the, we got time segment, but let's say, do you have time for this Emmett Till bill, which I believe is also the anti-lynching bill that they just recently passed? No, I don't have time for it. I mean, I don't understand how this has just recently passed. It's it's scary to think that like, I have a, a small amount of time. It's scary to think that for all these years, this was something that could still, um, be okay like it's something that could still you could they could still get away with just recently like that's crazy that's crazy to me that's like that's why i don't like i don't not like traveling through the deep south you will not catch me in certain states i i'm sorry like (laughs) especially at a certain time road trips whatever we got to be out of there by a certain time i i I do not play about that because they just because this law passed they'll still do it i'm just saying you're right. And then I know four people voted against it. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And I was trying to understand, like, I, before I just go, like, cursing them, I was trying to understand why they did. And I guess for their own reasoning, it makes sense. So it wasn't like, oh, we don't agree with it. It was more because they want to 
they feel like if it becomes a federal law, then it can't be prosecuted state and they want the state to prosecute it. And like some states have death penalty and some states don't. So they want that to be, that was their reasoning. Why these four people did, it wasn't about the law itself. Just putting that out there. Okay. Uh, I'll let you do the next one. <laughs> no, I don't have time for this. So I'm not doing it. it. You go ahead. Say it. <laughs> no, it's weird to say it's weird. I'm no, I'm not saying it. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm, John. Nope. So you do not have no. time for Erica Badu. No, this is weird. Vagina perfume incense. This is weird. But no, but it's not even about the fact that it's like her perfume. I don't have time for it. But, yeah, but it's <laughs> apparently it's supposed to smell like her vagina, right? It's not like it's perfume for it. What's the big deal, though? It's not like it's supposed to smell like festival vagina. I'm pretty sure she keeps her vagina clean. So her fans, I mean, her male fans or even women fans may be fans of this. You gonna wear it? No, I'm not a big Erica Badu fan. <laughs> but I'll tell you, you know what? The first thing I thought of, I, the first thing I thought about this and her putting out this vagina perfume is, yo, men do be loving Erica Badu. They like do. her men that she be with, they fall for her hard. So there must be something in that smell. But I told you, she has an aura about her. I told you about the time that I met her, and I just made a complete fool of myself. Yeah. And then I was looking, I was watching a video this week, and somebody bought it because it's an incense, and he burnt the incense, and. He ended up eating the incense. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh my god! I can't. Shut up. Oh god! Shut up. Shut up. Right. Shut up. Right now. Shut up. But you know what? If I get my hands on a pack, I'm gonna make sure I burn it when I'm around you because I want to. I'm your- curious to get a smell. <laughs> I want to smell it. I'm curious to get a smell. Oh gosh, that is funny. But there's some. Uh, listen, there's some Erica Badu. Men do love yes. her for some. She she do got that. It must be in the. It's that magic it's smell. The mm. <laughs> you do the next one. Um, did you see this comment that, that you know Pete Davidson, who I love, and I get a lot of crap for because I think he's so gorgeous. Um, he made this comment about Ariana Grande, his ex, and in his stand up, and he said that. You know, he was saying the fact that she went and, you know, darkened her skin and and on was saying all the stuff about him on the cover of Vogue and all, I mean, and Vogue and everything. That if he would have done it, it would have ended his career. And now she gets no flack for it. And I 100 percent agree. She did darken her skin, and the stuff that she said about him. If he would have said about her, it would be like the end of his career. I completely agree with him. I didn't. I never took what she. It? I have a small time for this. I never took what she did as darkening her skin, but I, after seeing this week, apparently that's what she did. So, um, uh, Ariana Grande. I don't know. I, I think y'all broke up. You could have kept this man name out of your mouth, and so I don't blame him for saying whatever he said about her. I have more issue with you finding him sexy. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me I, we're not gonna, it's my opinion and i don't need you to be criticizing it i find him very sexy I just can't. He... and i said and i found him sexy and i i'll you can i'll tell you you can ask anyone around me even before the ariana thing i always found something about him he has that i call it ugly sexy like him and adam driver to me the ugly sexy pete davidson looks sick he looks like he has something i don't know what it is yeah, it ten might, inches. Yo, but <laughs> look at you. And I knew, and I knew that before. I'm telling you, I could tell before that it even came out about how large he was. Girl, I knew I was. I'm telling you. I mean, hold on, John. You think you think Ariana Grande could take ten inches? No, she's a hoe. We can tell. <laughs> she's like one. You can tell she's like one of those tries to be a little young. She tries to be a little innocent girl, but she really she's a hoe. We can tell. Okay. Ariana taking 10 inches. You know Big Sean is not tall. I mean, she was with was Big Sean. Say, there you go. Boy, see? Yo, you're right. You're right. She's the type of girl to me that only goes for like the really, really, really large ones. Okay. Okay. We see you, Ariana. Oh, gosh. All right. Mm-hmm. And this last one. Do you have time for SZA and Justin Timberlake's new song? Absolutely I not. I don't have any time for anything. And, and I don't have any time for Justin, Tim- Justin Timberlake. Yes. We are on the same page. Exactly. We are. All right. John, you have a rant for us. Chrissy, I have a quick I have a quick rant for you today. Um, I'm gonna call this nails on a chalkboard this new segment because it's things that get on my damn nerves. Um, I cannot stand there's two things that ESPN, you know I'm a big sports fan. Um, there's two things ESPN does in between their social media, between their website, between their shows, like sports, anything. It's the Zion Williamson overload. 
everything is on it. Every single thing. And it's now it gets to the point where every time they post something, I say something mean to them about it. Um, if I start working there, let me delete this. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and then the Bronny, the LeBron's kid and oh, Dwayne Wade's, yeah, like, yeah. like, it's too much. It is putting a lot of pressure on those kids. And it's because it's exploiting them in a way, and it, it's to and everything they do yep. is Zion or those two damn kids. I mean, I saw, and the reason why I had a big deal about this is because the other day they showed on their social media they put Bronny and Dwayne Wade's son dancing. Right. What the fuck? Who cares? They were just dancing in their home. Like, why is this a post? And it, it just bothers me. It bothers me so much. We don't need all of this. And then these they're still kids. No, I agree. I'm I'm annoyed with ESPN for canceling High Noon um, with Bomani Did Jones. you watch it? Did you, did you see that they did that? Yeah, I did. I thought that was one of the better hot take shows. Like, they could have just gave it some time. I mean, you're right. I don't know. I, you know, it's funny you said. I, I Well, you know, their contracts are coming up. So that's why they said they think they did it. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, it's funny. I saw one of the last few, I guess, one of the episode we saw. I watched. He, he was. They were saying about how Maria Sharapova retired. Oh God! <laughs> and Vomani was like, "Well, we only know her as the woman who lost to Serena twenty times. What else has she done?" <laughs> but like, that's the funniest part about that is like that's so serious. Maria's getting all this praise for retiring. Anyone ever knows about it is that she lost to Serena so much. Like and. When has anybody, you know what always annoyed me? I know it annoyed Serena. I know it annoyed most of her fans. How can somebody who's lost to you over 20 times be known as your greatest rival? That right. is not a rivalry. That's that not, is a not a rivalry. Yo. Not a rivalry at all. That is glutton for punishment. No. <laughs> That's crazy. I have, I have a lot of hatred towards Maria because just of who she is. Yeah, fact, she, was, she, was on, she was on Shark Tank last night and we were watching and every time she said something, we were like, ugh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> uh we have something coming on espn soon or you we, do we do we do you and i both um we yeah, worked on something that will be on you know uh definitely be on before um one of the uh inner miami match tomorrow and uh hopefully on sports center yes shout out to john super producer john um all right so before we get out of here guys um we we're gonna make this really quick we're gonna grade a tr- we're gonna grade an album uh, and it is the Justin Bieber Changes album. Okay? We've both listened to it. We've had some time to form opinions. John, I'm going to let you lead. Because I know you have a little bit, not even a lot to say about this. You hear that? <laughs> Wait, shh, 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 shh. Be quiet, shh. You hear that? It's nothing. Mm-hmm. I have no right. comment on that damn album. I, as a matter of fact, I fell asleep even in the middle of it talking about it just now. This album was so damn boring. I have, and every song was the same beat. It was so boring. Oh my God. And I really, really liked his last album. What I was did it? Too. I Perfect. really liked it. This was terrible. And the fact that he said he was going to be R and Bieber. Oh no. Right. Oh no. Melatonin. That's what it was. Uh, and this. <laughs> It's funny you would call a, a, a album changes and it all sounds the same. I'm just going to go straight to grading. I gave this a D. I gave it because an F. This, there's only there two songs. Few... I, there's not, one song I like. One song. Okay. I liked, I liked like three. So that's why I gave it a, a D. You know. But I won't even probably ever listen to it again. And the, the, the thing is, like you said, this is we liked his last album. Justin Bieber is capable of putting out good albums, but clearly not anymore. wait what are the three songs actually i like i like two songs so what were the three songs i liked hold on let me put it up for you it's not even that memorable so i liked um oh my gosh i'm just looking at this picture of him right now he just looks he looks like the guy that was performing at the church oh god he looks terrible oh my god <laughs> like he's aged like spoiled milk uh i liked i liked the changes song I liked the song Confirmation, and I liked the song with Kalani, Get Me. Oh, my God. I, I didn't like any of those songs. Wow. And I think I liked Available, I think. Oh. Well, girl, now you sound like you like the whole album, so get no, out of here. No, there's 25 songs on this album, boys. Uh, John, no. Mm. What song did there's you like? Intentions. Oh, the one with Quavo? No, that song. Was, yeah. That song was- it's terribly written, like "You're My Rock, My Colorado." It's terrible, but I just liked the way it sounded. I don't know, just the sound of it, and I liked "Come Around Me." Mm-hmm. That's it. 
That's it. Hey, this album is so boring. I'll never listen to it again, ever. <laughs> and it's so disappointing because his last album was really good. Yeah, it really was. And Journals was good. Let's uh, let's get off of him. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Music? Yeah, I have some new music to check out, and I think you'll enjoy it. Lil Baby just dropped his project. A lot of people will be listening to it, but I don't know if you're on Lady, Lil Baby like that. So his project to drop is called My Turn. Um, very... I. Lil Baby puts out good projects. I love his rap voice. Uh, his song, Woe, right now is uh, one of the more popular songs out on radio and stuff like that. So, John, I think you should check it out. The only My, my only problem is, is like there's 20 songs on it, and Lord knows I don't like listening to anything over 12. But this was, this was good. You'll find a few songs in there that you really like. You know what? I heard before we jumped on air, like I heard you playing it, and I think, was that the Woe song? Yeah. I like the sound of it, so but I don't know how you know the words to things so quickly. Damn. <laughs> what? You listen to it. You hear it all Shit. the time. But that was... I like the, the sound of that, so I will definitely be into that song, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing because I'll be into that song. <laughs> I'll be into that song. No, I'm, I'm going to listen to that song. I like it. I think I, I like that song. Um, Chrissy. I see. I was gonna give you a, a something to listen to, but like you don't ever like it's. It's not what you would want. So, but I'll say it anyway. The song I'm listening to right now, which I really, really, I, I really, really like, it's a Dua Lipa song, "Physical," because and the reason why I say this, have you heard it? I'm sure you haven't. I haven't heard it, but I do like Dua Lipa. It's her new song, "Physical," and the reason why I like it is because I like this new '80s revival that artists are doing right now. Mm-hmm. And this is long as like very eighties. Like think of like um, think of like um, aerobics class. Okay, like that's it, it, it. It's dope. I I like it. I like the sound of it. And I actually like Dua Lipa. So you should listen to it. Well, you liked um, you liked uh, that project. I'd let you listen. I actually listened to zero seven zero shake. Um, yeah, I liked four songs off it. Yes, guilty guilty conscience. Um, and yeah. she uses a lot of the eighty synthesizers. So yeah, I can. That, I do like that trend coming up. I just hope they don't overdo it. They'll overdo it. Of course they will. All right. Of course they will. Well, today is a leap day. It's February 29th. We only get this every four years. And I hope everybody, I mean, by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be like March 15th. But <laughs> I hope that you guys enjoy, John. I hope you enjoy your leap leap day. Do something fun. Do something, you know, whatever. I am. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to be in a three-point contest today. Oh gosh. You're going to wish me luck. Self. Excuse me. (laughs) Good luck, John. I know you're gonna kill it. I know you're gonna kill it. Thank you. You Thank you. Get some footage. I want to (laughs) see. All Um, right, that was fun. All right, everyone. Much love. Much peace. Remember, you can follow us on social media. You can send us homework. Uh, DM us. Send us homework. You can email us. Syllabus podcast. Syllabus podcast on all social media channels. You will find us. We will be there. And yeah, holla at us and tell us what you think about the episode. Like, share, and review. Talk to you next time. John? Bye.